When everyone is on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said. Done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Vershawn Jackson on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. <laughs> yes, it's the cat and the ticket, 93.7. At first, I think about you and your brother. Christian, yeah, but when you got back from the Miami game yes. and they had in the Devaney, I wasn't here. I went back to New Jersey, but I eventually saw it where he did the old Ric Flair. Yeah. To be the man, you must beat, beat the, the man. man. Yeah. Yeah. I just I think about you guys, the Road Warriors, but you especially you and Grant, just because yeah, you know what you what you guys. Terrell Farley was great, and I think a lot of that was because he had people up front. Right, you guys up front was right. clogging in holes right. that allowed him to, right. to to his his athletic ability to just come forth. Yeah, when in this day and age, when you got multiple guys transferring, getting in the transfer portal. You picking up guys that are seniors. They got one year or They're two They're all trying years. to make plays for themselves. Yeah, it's all right. about self right, right now. Right. How important is developing guys? Like we talked about five yeah. years both in the program. Yeah. We know we, we, we was there for everything. That was – I mean, wasn't that Coach Osborne's whole sort of theory was that we're going to get our guys in here, you know, the ones that nobody wants, right, the, the – the linebacker from, you know, Western Nebraska who, who's got, you know, Wyoming and and uh, maybe like a Kansas State offer or something, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to get those guys in here and we're going to redshirt them and we're going to develop them. And by the time that guy is a redshirted junior or senior and playing against Florida and Miami and Florida State's true freshmen and true sophomores, our guys, that redshirted junior or senior is going to be better than that guy, the, right. the young guy, right? And that was the way that he built the program. And, and 
you know nowadays though you say red shirt it's like a bad thing you know these kids they all it's 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 unfortunate you know like they all think they're ready to play right now and the reality is they're not right and they kind of force their coach's hands to some degree especially when you have a, a program that's not winning right it's easy for the kid to go in and be like i'm you either play me or i'm leaving do you mm. know and that ties back into the whole transfer portal now as well too um do you know it's just it's it's just that that willingness to just suck it up and grind it out you know and part of it is 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 us like our generation right as parents like you would have you would think that the ones that learned under a certain kind of model right mm-hmm. that they would be that they would take a stance a little firmer right like the McCaffrey situation like I said the grant last night I'm like god like doesn't that surprise you like what's going on out there in Ed McCaffrey's household like here's a guy that kind of had to make it you know had to grind for everything that he got right and now he's got kids and and he just lets them go off, transfer whatever they there, want, and right? Everywhere. Like that, his his mother is a, is a was a high you know level athlete. I think she was a soccer player or something. But it's like, man, like he's a guy that you'd expect would be doing it the opposite way. Like yeah. you made a commitment, you stick that commitment out. You Don't know? you think though? In this day and age, we have to do. When we recruit these kids, that's what we have to say. We're not recruiting you. We know it's the NIL. We know it's the transfer portal. But we're not recruiting you for you to transfer. So if it get a little tough, if the road winds a little bit when you thought it was going to be straight – don't let that make you run away right. because it's the it's not the now, it's the later. Yeah. I didn't know when I was on scout team for the second year and they made the decision, hey, VJ, VJ probably can play tight end, right. that it was going to work for me, but I was willing to stick it out yeah. and play, be a six-foot tight end wearing 34 right. and it happened to work out. Right. Yeah. But had I left, yeah. what right. would have happened? Right. Who knows, right? Chances are – uh, and like Grant said, you know, it's. I know they think it's always the grass is greener, but it's not. And that's why you very rarely hear of guys that leave and have a ton of success at the next spot. Now, the graduate transfers, you know, that's a little different. But like, you know, the 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 freshmen that come in, the sophomores that are here that then want to transfer all of a sudden, usually you don't hear of those guys again. What do you think about the new hires? I like them. Um, you know, I know whip from, uh, a long time from when I was at Milford Academy for a year, uh, in Connecticut, he was the head coach at university of new Haven. Okay. So he would always be down like on our campus, yeah. you know, throwing his hat in the trying ring, to, trying to recruit. I was you, like, coach, I, you, have coach, a you know, I ain't going to university <laughs> of new Haven. Right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I got to know him pretty well. And then seeing him, I, I think it's exactly what Scott needs. Um, Needs somebody who who's you know he he needs a dog that's been in the fights mm. you know yeah. he he knows the situations he knows you know when the timeout should be called when it shouldn't be called you know what I mean right. like yeah that, and, 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 and Scott's young you know I mean he's only been a head coach for so many years so I know sometimes we you know after he won the whole coach of the year award and everything we just assumed like you know a younger version of Nick Saban was showing up right there's still a lot of growing pains that, that Scott's going through. Um, and I think you're seeing it him learn just by some of the hires that he's made that what's best for 
this program? Right. What's best for this staff, you know, to add this guy or that guy? I mean, uh, uh, Coach Applewhite, just seeing, you know, some of the, 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 the videos and the way that he coaches, you know, like that's what we need. Like we need more like Ron Brown's down there. Guys that are, that have the energy that, that still want to succeed, that are still hungry, mm. you know, like um, when you have guys that have already done it and, and achieved greatness or, you know, national titles, sometimes, you know, you lose that desire. Mm. Um, I think he's, he's found a, a great mix. Uh, you know, obviously having Dom's brother Donovan here, um, he's another young guy, but you know that he's cut from the same cloth as Dom, right? And Dom was he. Dom was a tough sob. Yeah, you know, was. that's kind of how he was. And yeah, I mean, he, he was trained under us. Though. He's yeah, you know he's old saying? school. That's right. We, he was a freshman right. when we yeah, were seniors. Absolutely. So. so I played Dom and I. We, I mean, he was running scout team. You know, run that run station scout team. So that was a good guy for me, especially you know to have a guy that could play, but that was tough. That if I punched him in the face, he was going to try to punch me back. Right. You know what I mean? So that's what you want. You don't want guys that kind of, you know, curl up in a ball and are scared. <laughs> you you know punched I- in the face and, and turn the other cheek. <laughs> right. Is that what we want? Right. Turn your other cheek. Let me hit yeah. punch the other side. Yeah. <laughs> what, what made Coach Osborne great? Man, what I makes, just, I'm sorry. What makes him great? Just, I think, you know, I, there's so many things, but, God, he never just lost – he never lost his composure. Do you know? He was always, like – always had the right words to say. And it goes back – I mean, even when you think about, like, that Orange Bowl against Miami and with halftime and talking about, you know, how they're going to do something stupid, right? right. And, and it's going to be at a crucial time in the game. Yeah. And, I mean, it's like he, he had a crystal ball, right? Cause, and, and it happens ultimately to the guy that everybody thought would react you know, the most with Christian, right? Where Casey Jones, their center, you know, took that shot at at him. And it was, I think, I think it was a, they had made a first down or something on the play, but then ultimately it got, you know, wiped out and it was a huge turning point in the game. Um, But, you know, just, you know, he never panicked. And I think ultimately, you know, the players kind of take over that sort of, uh, mentality of yeah. their coaches you know whether it be charlie and kind of the intensity or to and not really panicking like i mean a lot of teams would have panicked in that situation down in columbia oh you know? yeah a lot of teams oh and, yeah and i mean even when we knew like once we got to overtime yeah like, game was it was over, over. like it was over, it was over. but yeah. even prior like when you guys took that ball in that last series and we're sitting over there on the bench like we really like believed they're going to score. Yeah. You guys are going to score. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. we have to have it. You guys are going to score. Right. And that's, you know, the way it went down. Like, but we always believed. And that was because I think we watched Coach Osborne, yeah. you know. He never made us believe, like, we couldn't get the job done. Right. Now, there was never a time that we thought. I, I, I ne- To this day, I don't think I'm a losing whatever I'm doing. Right. Oh, I know. I, a positive mindset. It it catapults you into being having positive outcomes, and you compete. I guarantee in everything that you do, everything, everything that you do, right? Everything. I can't yeah. wait to get a hold of Rico. So that is what Scott and everybody down there now has made a conscious effort in, like winter conditioning and and Zach Duvall, um, 
you know, where they have these days now where everything is just competition. Mm. You know, whether you're running, you know, whether it's 40s or you're running around loops, uh, hoops or whatever, like you are competing against somebody because that's the way it always is. All right. I mean, you're never just out there on the field just going through motions. You're always competing against. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Somebody. And we got to learn how to win, right? We got we to gotta want guys that want to win in everything. Yeah. Right? How, how satisfaction... How, how was that to when we went to Florida, when we played in the, in the Orange Bowl? Or no, it was the Fiesta Bowl against Florida, and they were talking all that stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. How, how did that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Dominating them, yeah. how did that make you feel in that situation? Oh, I mean, you know, when you watch Steve Spurrier either at the halftime interview or his post game, and he's just talking about uh, they just kicked our butts in every phase of the game. Right. And, you know, it's like people forget, like, they talked about that Florida team like it was one of the greatest football teams of all time. Yeah. And the, they were going Wally Moppers. An SEC defense that yeah. they had. I mean, they had first-rounders all over the field. On grass. But the five wide, right? Yeah, we're going to be too slow on grass. All that nonsense, right? I mean, they, they talked about that team like they were going to be remembered in, in the history of college football as one of the great ones. And we annihilated them. Yeah. We annihilated them. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. we could have scored a hundred on them and we probably could have held them to under 20, you know, like easy. Yeah. I mean, but it was just like, we just expected that, you know, like sometimes I wish we would take like, you remember, it didn't matter who we were playing. They were always the best team that right. we have seen. Right. Yeah. They've got great players. If we're not prepared, we'll lose this game, right? Right. I mean, it didn't matter if it was Pacific or if we were playing Oklahoma or Florida, right? It was the same approach, and that's what Coach preached all the time. Didn't matter who we were playing, right? Our approach was always the same. Now, when Colorado rolled around, when Oklahoma, there was always a little something. Now, we didn't talk about it. Right. right? But it we turned never, up. The intensity in turned the, up a little bit. In the bit locker more. room, you just knew, yeah. right? And there was just a different feel in the in in the hallways, in, you know, at the stadium when there was a, a week like Colorado or somebody coming up or Kansas State. Um, but you know, that's kind of you, you, you kind of lost that. Now, you know, you, there's so much more bulletin board material that be, gets put up. Guys, you know, get on social media and chime off that way, and it's like for what? Even when it talks about coaches, talk about players like. They recruit and stuff. I think even Scott's, he's stuck his foot in his mouth a couple times, you know, like um, just for example, nothing huge, but, you know, when Omar, uh, the receiver, came in, mm. Scott said something along the lines, like, I've never coached a guy, you know, that kind of looks like this. And it's like, yeah, I get it. But, like, don't say anything, right? Let's just not say anything. Let, let's let let the kids kind of write their own story. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because anything that we say up until – they actually do it it just puts more pressure on them right do you know what i mean yeah so the kid already they already have a ton of pressure on them. they know especially playing for a school like nebraska right yeah. they don't need even you know their coach to say something too about it right. but just like 
anybody can see when Omar walks out on the field, like this dude's a freak. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Man, like, he's a man child. Right. Like, you got to give nothing, him to play like needs, a man child. Nothing needs to be said about it. Right. Do you know? So l- let's just, and, and that just goes for fans too. Like, I know we like to jump in the, the fans when we, get a big recruit or whatever. And we already start, you know, the parade and we're already building a statue for the kid. He hasn't played it down yet. You know what I mean? Like, dude, don't say anything. Right. Like you're ultimately, you're, you're mate. I know you think you're like doing a good thing, you're but not. you're making it harder on that kid. And the coaches. Yeah. Cause yeah. when, when a kid gets in his mind that he's better than he yep. is. Yeah. That's yep. the worst kid oh, yeah. to coach. Yeah. He's the worst one to, to get. Yeah. Your, your point across to him because he already feels like he's arrived. What you're saying is irrelevant. It doesn't matter. So, yep. yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. When you were a freshman, you were on scout team. Who was the guy that kind of beat you up? So, uh, I was – that was like the pipe – that was like Lumberg and Ugh. Zadiska and Wiegert and Buda, Joel Wilkes, Aaron Graham, and I was on run station now. I was about three bills at that point when I was a red shirt. Cause yeah. you know, we were going out every night eating a pizza before right. drinking a case of beer. Right. You know what I mean? Like it was not good weight. I was strong as heck, but it was not quality weight. Like I would not want to play it at that weight. Um, but I was like three, three Oh five. And I would just stick my fat ass in that ground. I'd make it hard for them to move me, man. Yeah. You know, I'd just play with leverage and, uh, yeah, but you know that's kind of what it was. You just expected. You're Who's the toughest out of those guys? Oh, uh, I mean, Weger. You know, Weger was tough. He was a tackle, so I didn't have so much. You know, unless he was down blocking on me. Um, but uh, you know, Rob was man child. I yeah. mean, geez, they, guys strong. like that. I mean, he not a. I mean, his body fat couldn't have been more than 10%. 180 know? pound dumbbell. Yeah. I mean, it's strong as an ox, but, you know, nice as could be. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think, you know, Graham always had a little, and you just hate yeah, it. Yeah. Aaron Graham had a little funk. Those to Texas him, guys, you know, <laughs> they always, everything's better from Texas. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was, we love, it was always a Texas jersey thing going on. Um, but, yeah, there's nothing worse than one of those Texas him and Christian guys. Had, him and Christian had some oh, yeah. classic Oh, yeah. They, battles. Oh, yeah. Them two. There was the one where Coach kicked them both off the field yeah. and sent them into the locker yeah. room. Um, yeah, those two, it was fun watching classic, those two go. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, we we actually had a great upbringing to see some oh, of yeah. the battles that we saw. Oh, yeah. Oklahoma week. Yeah. You know, winning. Matter of fact, winning 93 Oklahoma game and everybody in the locker room is like we won the championship. Because they had a good football team. Their defense yeah. was real good too. Yeah. 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 So I it's just it's kinda it's kinda odd and kinda ironic. What made Coach McBride great? Do you know, I think is the way he was able to communicate with every player differently. Um he knew what buttons he could push with me that weren't the same as he could push with Christian or with Grant. And the same, the ones that he could push with Christian and Grant maybe weren't the same that he could push with me. Mm. Um, and, you know, and there's an element where, you know, it didn't matter who he was coaching. It was going to be the same Charlie spitting fire. And you know what I mean? Like, right. um, but he was always for as hard as he chewed guys out, it was usually that guy that you'd see him at the end of practice and you have his arm wrapped around him telling him, you know, I'm only doing this because I believe in you. And I know 
I know what you're capable of. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's, I mean, everybody loves Charlie. I mean, he's like, you know, second father, um, to me and, uh, um, Grant and I were talking last night, like there were times where, you know, over the summer, he always wanted us to know about the guys that came before us. Mm. Right. It was it was one of the most important things. Brutally important. When you would go into his office, he always had the D line pictures from all of his years, you know, going back like right. the Henry Waxters and the Kerry Winemasters and all those guys, you know, I mean Wellesley and those guys that Danny Noonan and you know, those guys who came immediately kind of before us, you kind of knew, but he wanted us to know even the older guys. Right. So we would usually go to like his lake house, you know, once or twice over the summer and those guys would all be there and we'd, you know, be drinking beer and having, you know, uh, uh, grill outs and stuff like that. And, and, and us kind of being put back in the, 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 the correct, like in the, in the totem pole, right. like we'd walk, we'd walk in there as like you know two or three year black shirts like we'd walk in you know baby arm swing in between our legs you right. know what i mean right. and then right. and then once we get there we get put back in our place real quick right. Right. Do you know what i mean and it's good for guys you know even like your your studs you know it's good to be put back in place every now and then yeah, do you know and and humble. you realize you're just a, a small piece of this thing right do you know what i mean like yeah. there's a whole lot of other guys that came before you is that they, happening now they don't know who we are. They don't they know, know. Like they don't know. Well, right. they probably do a little. They've bit learned now. right because I've been down there. Right, but you know there there are guys down there. I'll say this: that there is a conscious effort by Scott since he's got in there to make sure that these kids know the guys that came before them. Sure. So it is something that has been um, uh, a topic that he's been trying to stress down there. Um, you know, I mean, they got a lot on their plate. So I, I, do I expect them to be able to recite, you know, the entire roster of the 1997 or Probably 1995 not. team? No. Right. right. But you should know, uh, you know, the, the guys that, that, that came before you, um, you should know the names. Um, you know, you should, you should know some history of the game. Here's what I say. Coach Riola, when I was at practice, those guys, that was the first time that guys actually came up to me and introduced yeah. themselves. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. I'm blah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah. I'm blah, blah, blah from Tuttle. I'm yeah. blah, blah, blah from this, you know, Prohaska. And, they, and they're looking you in the eye, looking too, right? Looking you in the eyeball, yeah. 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 They, they didn't to always know do who, that, right? Right, who I, I was, yeah. who are you, hey, coach, I, I yep. mean, I, hey, Rashawn, I'm a blah, blah, blah. Yep. And I, I, I respect that. Yeah. I really appreciate yeah. that. So, Coach Riola. Thank you for, for calling those guys a little bit higher yeah. and, and having them do that because it just shows respect to the guys yep. who did it before them. Yeah, absolutely. We'll, it's 93.7, the ticket, the captain. I'm with Jason Peter. We'll be right back. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious 
extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.